Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back (laughs) to Geo and Jones. Just flows out of it. On CBS Sports Radio. (laughs) Pete hates this. That's Brian Jones. I'm Andrew Bogish in for Geo. I still don't know how the show works in almost three years of being a small part of it. So that's large me. Large part, large, huge. That's me. I'm huge. A little less large, I think, than I used to be. Have you gone back to uh, your little bit. Uh, cross training? Uh, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I, you know what? You were right. That day that I was dying physically, I went to the gym, just uh, rode the bike a little bit, yeah. moved around, and it felt better. There you go. Felt See, better. Listen to me, man. I got you. It hasn't does not help that uh, there's an NBA player at my gym that works out. He's always there at the same time I am. So current NBA player, yeah, Tobias oh. Harris. I don't think that's, mm-hmm. I don't think I can need to keep that a secret. Tobias mm-hmm. Harris is a Long Island guy. Uh, that's where I live now, and uh, he Who's and he his, play for? Uh, I believe he's a Piston currently. Was an Orlando Magic. Okay, I think he's a Piston now. So he works out at your gym. Yeah. <clears throat> fully head to toe in be- like awesome, sweet Nike gear. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, it's amazing. Him and his sister, who's gonna, about to be a Division One player, who actually I've called a couple of her games for that uh, small TV thing I do. Uh, that's I saw her first, and then here comes it's like her six foot eight brother. Like, oh, then Tobias Harris is here. So it's really unnerving when the regular people are making me feel bad in the gym, and then that dude comes in in peak physical shape right. and does a major, major workout. And I'm over here, like, bicep curling 30 pounds. <laughs> and That's not cut bad. my arms off. What's wrong with that? A lot of things. You don't need to be heavier than that. You don't but wanna... I do one rep, right? That's all I need to do? You know, you try <laughs> so, to be and Mr. Mr. Universe? Yeah. That's I saw goal. a bodybuilding airport, West Palm Airport, the other day. He, he looked like Mr. Universe. I mean, the dude's arms were bigger than my whole torso. Mm. It was amazing. I, I wouldn't want to be that that large, but, you know, to each his own. Yeah. You don't need any more than 20, 30 pounds. I just, yeah, I just need uh, some firmness. You That's look all. fine. Thank you. Right. Well, you can get the firmness with lightweight. Lightweight, a lot of reps. Right, exactly. That's all you need. Um, what does Jay Cutler need is the question. Jay is now <laughs> in Miami in full Jay Cutler mode yesterday. Um, I, it, it really is just remarkable the amount of screen grabs that generated by his press conference yesterday and the, the posture and the looks of just disgust, like he doesn't want to be alive. And here he is signing for $10 million, begged to play out of his cushy TV job to play for the Dolphins again, and does and is walking into a very good situation. But he just seems to hate every damn second of it. That's just his disposition. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, his disposition is his disposition. He's not going to change. The die is cast. That's who he is. Easy going cat. And he just comes off as ho-hum. Glad to be here, I think. And <laughs> appreciate the $10 million or $7 million and $3 million in incentives. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm good. You know, I had a little vacation over here we were planning and this and that. And coach calling. All right, yeah, you talk me into it. I'll be there. Am I in shape? No, not really. But I'm a quarterback. How much? shape do we really need to be in and wow mm. okay 
How about you look alive just a little bit, drag you off your couch, even though you had another gig. I'm sure that Fox gig, I'm, I'm, I'm positive that Fox gig didn't guarantee you $7 million, no. another three in incentives. Give me a little bit more than that. Yeah, just I, a little bit. I don't need a full-on like cheerleader right, I don't need you pounding like, the, rah, the rah, dais or anything. Is there know? a dolphin song you could have sang? I mean, I don't need any of that. <laughs> Uh, but I just, you know, like that you're alive would have been would have been helpful. Uh, Jay is also not funny. He, tr- I think, tried to be yesterday saying uh, that he was, you know, on the fence about this, looking forward to TV, wasn't sure he wanted to play again. Uh, but his wife talked him in to playing football again. Well, the good thing is I play quarterback, so I don't really have to be in uh, that great of uh, cardiovascular shape. Um, but I'll be fine. Uh, you know, we Adam knows... Uh, uh, kind of what I've been up to, so we'll uh, we'll figure it out. Well, that, that that's, the, that's the best he's got. Hey, usually, she's like, in their house anymore, right? That's, <laughs> you, that's usually true for folks who've been married a long, long time. You hear them say that, and and the, the guy comes home, he's done with his his job, and, and he's around the house all the time, and and Mama is used to him always being gone. So yeah, you get on each other's nerves. But I, he hasn't been married that long, has he? What six, seven years? Uh, that's about it. Yeah, I, I stopped. It's yeah, been a while. It's yeah. not new. They've got right. a couple it's kids. It's not new, and, yeah. but still, to, to, you, you, you recently retired, and, and to say that you're, you're already, she's already tired of you, I mean, damn, you must really be a bore or, or yeah. really get on her nerves if that's yeah. the case because you just entered into this, this retirement. <laughs> How long, Mike? 2013. Yeah, so yeah. Four, four years. years. Yeah, wow. Uh, and, and so, yeah, you usually get that from – Couples that have been been together 25, 30 right. years, and now Pops is coming home, and, and <laughs> Mama's used to the house running a certain way, and you're messing up her whole M.O., then you get that that line, not after being retired for four or five months and, and, and only married for four years. It's funny. He kind of did uh, the reverse Brian Jones. Instead of moving her to Miami, he moved himself to Miami to get some space. There you go. Interesting. That like That's a, a look plan. at Jay Cutler innovating there. He could have said, you know, Casey, Kristen Cavallari, who's uh was on a reality show. I think now she has a couple of businesses that are successful. I think she sells jewelry and shoes, maybe. Which reality show was she on? Uh she was on Laguna Beach, which then I think became Laguna The Hills. Oh, yeah. Okay. She, uh like the original Laguna Beach, the good mm-hmm. one from the beginning on MTV. The good one. And it's a little there's a bad one too? It's a li- well, it got worse when it became like it went. It jumped the shark, and it became like really, 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 really unreality. And they all got to be celebrities and too big for their britches, and it, it was not watchable anymore. But at the beginning, it was awesome, awesome. It was. It was after you. You were. You'll probably start liking it soon, because it's <laughs> on your like ten or twelve year delay of pop culture. Like, there's this new show, Laguna Beach. There's a kid talent on it. He's kind of a jerk, but. And then Grissom Cavalier. Hey, man, I'm busy, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. I was trying to clear the clutter on the DVR this morning before I came to work. You were watching TV before no, you came here? because there was a, I was wanting to record something. There wasn't enough room to record it because there's so much other stuff on there. And I have three DVRs, and still, they're all taken up. But anyway. Oh, that was a new segment. And what did Brian tape to watch at a later date? All kinds of stuff. Dr. Poe. That's my man, the incredible Dr. Poe. The vet? Yeah, I know yeah. who he is. All right. Taped a couple of his episodes. It's another animal show. I taped animals doing crazy stuff. I got to teach you about on-demand channels. You don't need to tape I'm, some of I'm these I'm aware things. of on-demand channels, okay. yes. And and you're correct. 
And so I can get Dr. Paul on, on demand? You can. You can oh, probably okay. like log in to like the Nat Geo app and put in cool. a couple of, you know, a username and a password right. and watch it that way That'll too. That'll save you a lot of space. You're exactly. right. I, I was thinking of that this morning as I was recording all this stuff. Plus I have the little sis when she's here, you know, downstairs and she records a lot of stuff and she doesn't delete it. That's what's taking up all my yeah. space. The fact that she's recording all this stuff. And and she's supposed to be this miss uh, I cut the cord. It's like I thought you cut the cord. You are watching a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. So much for cutting the cord. And and, and back to uh, Tubby, uh, and the excitable <laughs> little Tubby, um, uh, Jay Cutler, he, he's right. He doesn't have to be in shape like a running back, but you still have to be in shape, man. You got to run for your life at times. I mean, what do you mean I don't have to be in great shape? Yes, you do. Yeah, You, you have to be in pretty good shape, even though you're playing quarterback and you're, you're going through all – the details of calling the play, you get under center or you, you, you take the snap and then you, you go through uh, all, all the things after you've delivered the ball or what have you, especially on the running plays, you got to follow through on all those little uh, idiosyncrasies that are associated with the play. So you have to be, you can't be able to wind it and you're in the huddle. Uh, uh, blue, 32, <laughs> on, on three. Cigarette. Yeah. Uh, red, right, uh, 22, ZX. You can't be out of breath, huffing and puffing. Trust me, I've been there. No, it was not the most confidence-inducing press conference uh, from Jay Cutler yesterday. Um, I, I Again, I, I think he's remarkably entertaining from a distance. I, um, I was looking forward to him doing Jay Cutler on TV during games. I thought it was going to be hilarious, so part of me is disappointed that he's actually playing football again, and we're going to miss out on that at least for, for this year. Um, but to you know the the out of shape thing annoyed me, and I was going to ask Charles Davis about that yesterday. But uh, you know Charles from the beginning, I, I I don't you know he didn't really want to get too much into the the specific Jay Cutler part of it again. But you know there was no no hint, no inclination that Jay had been really prepping to play again. So I was wondering right. as this was happening, like when has he thrown a football recently? Yeah. Is he in game shape? I mean this has. All of a sudden, now has pulled hamstring, pulled quad, pulled yeah. you know abductor you're, you're, muscle written all over it when it gets out there. You're making football moves yeah. now, and, and Herm Edwards yesterday said, "Well, you have to now get a hold or get a handle on his pitch count, uh, if you will. You you, you have to uh, figure out you know how much can we have him throwing the ball, and how much has he thrown the ball leading up to now signing with the Dolphins. So uh, he's going to be. You you thought you were sore." He's really going to be sore <laughs> well, because he hasn't been doing football things. Maybe he's been tossing right. the ball a little bit when he's showing off his, his buttocks, but uh, <laughs> this is a different animal, man. Well, and my assumption he's, is... It's going to be hard for him to get out of bed after about day two. Right, but my my assumption is that he's, you know, he's first of all, he was at a better starting point than I was <laughs> when, when Juan and the hit class took advantage of me. Ah. Yes, he did. Um, um, and so, and he's also been in the gym for years and years and years and years and years in shape. So I hope he's okay in all of this. But yeah, I, I would have liked him to hit the ground running a little, a little better yesterday. He's obviously not going to play this week in their uh, preseason debut. Maybe not even play next week. I don't. You know, he knows the system, but you can't put him out there until he's physically ready to be out there. Uh, so we'll see what the the Dolphins' plan is. His hair, at least, did look good yesterday. As he's on talking on one of our TVs right now uh, in the studio. Yeah, I mean, he's not a, a, a fat dude. No, he's apparently not Russell... Like, was it Jared Lorenzen? Yeah. Was it the USS Lorenzen? <laughs> no, I mean, we're not saying that, <laughs> but you still have to get in some type of shape yeah. to, to play football. And, and, and so, uh, you know, how long it takes him, and, and he's 35, 34, 35, 
you know, the, the older you get, the harder it is to get in shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think he'll he'll be all right. But it's gonna it's gonna take a few weeks to really feel, start feeling like a football player again. Apparently, Russell Wilson was fat, or at least yeah. in the eyes of Doug Baldwin, uh, he said R- Russell has slimmed down. Um, About I mean, 20, 10, 15 pounds lighter, isn't he? Yeah, he he always looked thick. Sounds like a bad word, but he was not a tall guy, so he kind right. of always looked. You know, boxy to me, and he's got the the rib protectors on. But I mean, uh, he's yeah. But I mean, that picture where he's naked and she's naked, and they're holding the kid and the belly. I mean, he didn't look like he was chubby. I, I'm, I what was is Doug Baldwin being? Is fat shaming Russell Wilson this week? What's going? What's going on in Seattle? <laughs> no, and, and Russell went on this crazy, uh, uh, not a diet. The no well, sex I guess diet. He could a diet. No what? No <laughs> the, snacks. The, but the no but sex he, he increased diet. his calories. Oh no, they had to make them babies somehow, <laughs> or that one baby. Uh, so I think they were having a Yeah, but a for a while, they weren't. Right. Until, uh, uh, so he was probably eating a lot of bonbons yeah. out of frustration. <laughs> anyway, I'm Because he stole my woman. Uh, he, he's now, his, his caloric intake increased from like 20-something hundred to 4,800. And it's all about eating the right things, and you can do that. And he eats nine times a day. Yeah, this My cooking is... and washing woman does that. She's always eating. Every time I talk to you on the FaceTime, you're eating. It's like a little mouse, just I mean, always that... smacking on something. But they, that's what they say. And and, and the, the wife is studying to be a nutritionist. She's almost mm-hmm. there. I think she's done next month. And and so, you know, you eat throughout the day. Yeah. And whereas, you know, I'll sit there and I'll eat. One meal will count as three for most people. <laughs> That's just how I roll. But, you know, she, throughout the day, and Russell Wilson was eating nine times a day. Now, how do you find time to eat nine times a day during season, though? Uh, That's going to be interesting is how you do it. I mean, you're going to have snacks out there in your little pouch, your hand warmer pouch or something. He's got, <laughs> you on, on his left wristband, he's got the plays. <laughs> yeah. On the right one. He's got like protein dust yeah, he just throws yeah, in his yeah. mouth. I mean, I, so, but that's his diet. So he he he, he increased his caloric intake forty eight hundred calories, and yet lost eleven twelve pounds. I, I'm not lying. Uh, the money seems to be awesome. The fame seems to be great. Sierra as a wife seems to be a plus, uh, but. All of it might be trumped by the ability to eat nine times a day and 5,000 calories. That might be enough motivation for me uh, to have tried to be an NFL quarterback or an Olympic swimmer. Uh, I, I just, oh. And plus you have to uh, factor in his metabolism. I mean, here's a world-class athlete, so his yeah, metabolism is burning all that. And you can burn fat when you when you sleep, depending on how uh, well your, your metabolism is, is working. You can drop a couple of pounds if you get a good night's rest. Uh, so uh, that that that's uh, that's interesting. That uh, you no know, nine times a, a day he's eating, and and now he's intaking forty eight hundred calories. Uh, Eddie Lacy continues to slim down. Made another weight check in Seattle. Fifty five more grand for him. God, I want that deal. Right, it, it could <laughs> well, You got to get fat. You got to be right. fast. And you got to be good, and then you can get it. I know. So it's it's seven different weigh ins, and if he meets the requirements, it's fifty five a pop, right? Fifty five thousand each uh, way in. I think it totals like three hundred and fifty grand. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I, I do the math. Seven yeah. and fifty. Yeah. Good for him. No joke. Good for and, him. And I guess during the season he has to be this last way in, which was today, yesterday or today, he had to be under two fifty or below. And during throughout the season, he has to maintain between two forty, two forty five. 
He's eating eight calories a day yes. while Russell is 48,000. No, no, no way you can do that. He'd fall out. <laughs> yeah. He would fall out. You have to have something to burn. You have to have some fuel <laughs> to burn. It's kind of like, you know, in business, you got to spend money to make money, and usually you want to spend other yeah. people's money. Well, you got to eat and have something to burn, uh, or, or, or he's not going to make it, Dude. even up in that cool climate <laughs> of Seattle. The Seahawks have placed. <laughs> Eddie Lacy on any reserve because of death. Because <laughs> he fainted. <laughs> because we starved him. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Uh, for me, it's a career low, a bachelorette breakdown, plus a Darwin Zook update next here on Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, this is UFC President Dana White, and you're listening to Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. I'm waiting. I'm slow playing it. Uh, as always, head to geoandjones.com slash audio to hear the best moments uh, from this fine radio program. Eventually, at geoandjones.com slash audio, you will hear our chats with Eric Coleman and Nick Faldo, CBS Sports College Football Analyst, and of course, uh, one of the best golfers ever, and CBS Sports lead golf analyst ahead of the PGA Championship, which tees off on Thursday in the Charlotte area. Those guys in our number three, The Bachelorette, after Darwin Zook, who I believe was once on a TV dating show. Is that correct? Oh, I didn't know you were going to go there. Yes, that is true, Andrew. Yes. I forget what it was called, but you were... Love in the Wild. Love yeah. in the Wild. Was love in the Wild. Yeah, and I know I did not find love <laughs> in now, the were wild. You, were you actually in the wild? Were you in the jungle? Dominican. Dominican Republic. Oh, yeah? yeah? Cool. Yeah. Oh. You had to swim around, jump around there. Was... Sweet. Yeah. I've been in doing that too, yeah. swimming around, jumping around, <laughs> and loving the wild. The yeah. There's no cameras involved. Yeah, 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 yeah. well, no, 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 it's no, better no, that way. No, 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 no witnesses. No, no witnesses. <laughs> Much allowed. better. That's cool. So, can we find an episode of this? Yeah, if you look hard enough. It was about <laughs> six years ago, but I encourage you not to look too hard. So is that show not on television? No, I, that was the last season. <laughs> oh, yeah. You took them down. Yeah, yeah, that was it. The oh, problem yeah. was uh, the girl that they were trying to chase was stolen by a local Dominican, and it was <laughs> actually Brian took her hostage, so they had to end production. Show it in an <laughs> interesting direction. Love, <laughs> love in my villa. <laughs> I got to get back to set. No, you don't. No, you don't. Mm-mm, girl. Yeah, we've lost say, Haley. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so the Bachelorette, but first, here's Don with your update. All right, guys. Uh, two of baseball's biggest young stars, Bryce Harper, Mike Trout, celebrated milestones on Monday night. First, Harper blasting his 150th career homer as the Nationals beat the Marlins 3-2. Harper, the 14th player to reach 150 before his 25th birthday. And how's this? He hit number 150 the exact same age to the day that Mike Trout did it. 24 years, 295 days. Speaking of Trout, he turned 26 yesterday. He celebrated first by his teammates (laughs) dumping a whole bunch of trash on him. That's an Angels tradition, apparently. But on the field, Trout also celebrated by collecting his 1,000th career hit. I felt pretty good. Yeah, I was just, uh, I was, I just wanted to get over with, you know, a lot of people talking about it, but, uh, you know. Just got to pitch in a yeah, double. Trout doesn't sound too excited there, perhaps because his Angels fell to the Orioles in the game 6-2. But Trout also did homer later in that game. It was the fourth time in his career he's homered on his birthday. Elsewhere on the diamond, the Cubs beat the Giants 5-3. And how about this from Javier Baez? Javier drives one in the air, deep right center field. Back goes Moncrief, still going, still going, still going. That ball's off the wall and bouncing away. 
Javier might round the bases. Hayward has scored. Baez rounding third. He's trying for an inside the Parker. The throw to the plate. He slides. He's safe. That's Pat Hughes, Cubs Radio Network, and inside the Parker for Baez. The Cubs win it, and they maintain their lead in the NL Central. Cardinals, though, sneaking up on them. The Cards won their third straight, hammering the Royals 11-3. St. Louis gets back to 500 for the first time since early June, and they're three and a half games now behind the Cubs. Trevor Williams, quite a game. One hit over seven frames. The Pirates blank the Tigers 3-0. The Twins got by the Brewers 5-4. Reds 11, Padres 3. NFL News, veteran cornerback Brandon Flowers expected to announce his retirement later on today. Meanwhile, former Jaguars offensive tackle Brandon Albert, he retired just a week ago after nine seasons. Now apparently he wants to come back. Albert reportedly informed the team he wants to return, but no decision yet. Golf news, the PGA Championship getting underway Thursday at Quail Hollow in North Carolina. You can, of course, watch the final two rounds coming up on CBS on Saturday and Sunday. But starting in 2019, golf's final major will become golf's second major. The tournament will be moved to May and will be played about a month after the Masters. And finally, one NBA note, guys. T-Wolves owner Glenn Taylor said that he's willing to give his young star, Andrew Wiggins, a max-level extension of his rookie contract worth $150 million. But first, he wants to sit down and meet with his young star. Back to you guys. Darwin, thanks so much. So and, here's- and when he meets with him, he's going to say, hey, you're going to Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> you're going back. Uh, so here we are with The Bachelorette. Now, yes! Uh, we can't take direct credit for it, but we can, it, take, we, a lot. We can take most of it mm-hmm. uh, because we pointed out um, before anybody else obviously did mm-hmm. uh, that there might have been some color issues oh, with yeah. The Bachelor and The Bachelor I mean, franchise. Yeah. Uh, and then lo and behold, the I mean, Really, really beautiful. I haven't really paid attention to it, obviously, on purpose. But Rachel Lindsay is not unattractive. You can you can do that all you she want, right. but she's yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah she right. So uh, she is the first black bachelorette uh, mm-hmm. or bachelor, and it, the season ended last night. And bachelorette bachelor fans, uh, the internet is angry. Why it is angry? What? Yeah. Why? Well, okay. Here's my personal issue with. With this show. So you're angry, too. Well, I mean, in general. Okay. I, and I watch a lot of bad TV. All right. I mean, you, you Real Housewives of whatever, I'm there. Uh, decorating shows, cooking shows, travel shows, your animal shows, I'm in. Love cooking shows. Yeah. But then the, the fact that this show doesn't actually produce love bothers me. Oh. Like, I think two people, two couples... On however many seasons of Bachelor, Bachelorette are actually married in a real relationship for a long period of time. Right. They don't even get married and then get divorced. They usually break up shortly after the you know the finale airs, and we know now who she picked or who he picked. What do you mean that produced love? I'm looking at the quotes from from last night, and it's Eric yeah, Bigger that, who wasn't now. Picked. He was uh, he was said uh, or he told Lindsay that I always love you. Yeah. Well, this is where Who's the Lindsay? Uh, Rachel. That's Rachel. Her. Her last name's yeah. Lindsay. Okay, let me get it straight. Then he said, prior to my experience, my heart was broken. I need some music, Pete. Come on, man. Give me some love music. Some baby-making music. This is serious stuff. This Mr. Bigger was was, mm-hmm. was in love. Mm-hmm. Come on, Pete. I'm waiting for you. You know, anytime. Today, tomorrow. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Give me a sec. This is like love me. does not wait, man. This is like me trying to open the hour. Prior to the experience, my heart was breaking. Mm. I never had love in my heart, he said. With Rachel, she fulfilled my heart. 
That's what I was lacking my whole life. I just want to say, Rachel, to you, thank you for giving me that and allowing me to receive love from you because now, right now, I'm a man. And while things, they didn't end the way that I hoped, have you to thank for the feelings I did have. I wish you nothing but the best. I really just want happiness for you, and that's all. And thanks for the relations before you dissed me and didn't pick me. Where the hell was that on a set of stepping back? I mean, if you acted like that, then there would have been at least like a second Angie. one. Well, Angie was tripping. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Back, that's back why. from the but dead. But don't tell me there was no love. That's love right there, babe. Didn't you feel that? I felt, I felt that's I what felt I'm saying. I felt it, too. Woof. That's love. You, saw, you did that Woof. better than Eric did that last night on ABC. Thank you. But, right. So here's where the internet and fan anger comes from. <laughs> lot, I see some of the anger yeah. here. The, <laughs> the, the problem this is, is funny. now er, Eric was the last remaining black contestant. Yes. I don't know what, right, what they call them. Suitor. They call them black. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> we'll see in a bit. <laughs> At some point, Nick Faldo will be here. I don't know what here. they call Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> In Levittown, they call him. Um, so <laughs> people thought that Eric was being kept around because of his skin color, which they didn't like. Mm-hmm. And then they get to the last two guys. Uh, there's a Peter and there's a Brian. Oh, okay. And I guess... Brian had to won. Yeah. Well, he did, but yes! that's the problem. Why? So, so Peter was the nicer of the two. I guess people yeah. liked him better. And he, mm-hmm. because he uh, maybe is an adult, said to her, Rachel, I really love you. I just don't think I can propose to you tomorrow. Mm. It's too soon. She was like, you're out. Okay. And then she basically, so she's basically going with choice B because mm-hmm. choice A wouldn't follow the rules of the show. Right. And this him. dude gets down on his knee and she loses her you-know-what. Like, oh. I can't believe this is happening. Oh, my God, the ring is beautiful. And it's not even the guy she wanted the, that she wanted oh, in the first wow. place. So it's phony. And apparently it's he's fake. a jerk, so no well, one likes him to begin wh- with because his tw- name is Brian. But why? That's <laughs> your first sign. Oh, there you go with yeah. a why. Where here's the uh, one tweet. Me after watching the entire season of The Bachelorette just to watch her settle for the weakest mile follow. <laughs> 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 they weren't too happy. Huh? Yeah, it didn't. It did not end well. Oh man! And then apparently, to to sugarcoat everything, they ran a preview for Bachelor in Paradise, which now will start in the wake of Bachelorette being over, mm-hmm. and that takes us back to Corinne and that guy Demario, I think his name is, and you know what may have happened in that pool. Okay, which was a very serious thing. I mean, remember that they shut down production. There was talk about you know, like sexual assault or whatever. And then they, in their teaser trailer last night for this, they played like the part of them in the pool and other contestants talking about it as if it was nothing. Like you should watch it because something happened in the pool and we weren't filming. So people are like, this girl for a minute we thought might have gotten like raped by somebody on the show. Right. And you're now going to, te- you're going to try and entice me to watch it? By using it as a topic hmm. and not seriously addressing it. So people got even angrier about that. Oh. Yeah. So it didn't happen the way they said it happened. Uh, apparently, I, I yeah. don't remember there being any kind of, you know, you know, 
conclusion to that, the last thing I remember seeing was that we should stop making jokes about it because it might have been bad. But now ABC is using it to tell you that you should watch Bachelor in Paradise coming up here shortly. Cool. This is why I don't watch any of these So is that where now the guys who didn't win, they will go to Bachelor in Paradise? It's kind of like an all-star thing. It's not everybody that's left over from this current season. Mm -hmm. There's people from all over the place, I think. But again, I don't want to know these things about The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise because I don't want to waste my brain on this. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. stop waste what little brain you have left. I mean, on this, right? Amen. Cool. All right. So, you want to discuss? Way to go, Rachel. Dead dogs. Hook them. Hook them. No. No. Oh man, why would you go there? That was an accident. Oh. Now this this dog was not killed by someone in its front yard. It was maybe <laughs> neglected by what was the United Airlines yard? It wasn't like it was, <laughs> we owned. It. Like we had a fence around it. <laughs> it's just grass. Yeah, was, well, maybe and mixed in with some concrete. Oh, well, maybe they didn't some know asphalt. They were, maybe they didn't know what white child was. Yeah. It was a loose dog, and they were yeah. self. You know, stop. Self-defense. Just go. No, you stop. So I guess United Airlines allegedly um, is bad at keeping animals alive on their flights. Uh, that's been an issue for the airline. And the latest is a dog from Houston who was in a cargo hold, and it's cold there, and it's not really meant for survival. The plane sat on the tarmac for two hours before taking off, mm-hmm. and when the plane landed, the dog had passed away. Now, this family in Houston is trying to hold the airline responsible, uh, and the airline doesn't seem to think it's responsible. I believe the dog's name was Lulu yeah. for Lulu's passing. Uh, well, what's the protocol there? Has United Airlines, have they outlined what usually happens in those situations when you have animals that are in your cargo area and, and the plane is sitting on a tarmac, is it is there a certain uh, threshold you have to meet before you say, hey, we got we have to make sure the animals that are uh, in this cargo hole are, are still alive? Or do you send someone out to the plane <laughs> to open it up, open up the belly uh, uh, while, while you're there? Because I, I remember shipping Hoya down to, to Florida and, and the flight was delayed and I was concerned. So I called and they said, no, we don't have the plane, the, the, the dogs boarded. Uh, we just keep them here in the kennel, and we actually walk them. Uh, and then once uh, the flight has been cleared to uh, to depart, you know, we we, we board them then. Uh, but as far as having them sit in the cargo hold, no, that's not part of our, our processes. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't think they care much. Any airline cares much about living people. Just anything. <laughs> just the other day, there were people calling nine one one because they were on a plane. For so long, and there was no more food or drink and air conditioning. How long were they on there? Hours. Hours now. They were calling to be rescued from this plane because they wouldn't turn around and wouldn't go back and wouldn't take off and wouldn't feed them and give them drinks. And I guess there was no air conditioning, too. They were calling 911 for help. Did anyone respond? Uh, That I don't know. (laughs) They didn't believe them. It was the same Pac-Man Jones woman. She just doesn't believe your story. Yeah, right. Yeah, she's got nothing for you. She should probably do something else. Yeah, you're on a plane <laughs> for eight hours, and they won't give you a fresco. There's no way you sit on a plane for eight hours. Come on now. Come eight on. hours? No way. It was a long time. No, yeah, I'm not, not listen, eight hours. This, um, quick right. Google. You stand. Play some. Play the music when Brian looks for women. I'm going to look for news stories. <laughs> it was six hours. Six hours. Six hours. Six hours. Six Why hours. Why would they go back to the gate? Wow. Do we yeah. know which airline that was? So, again, is a, the statement should have been like, you're lucky it was a dog and not the rest of you because we're we're <laughs> like. not nice to anybody. <laughs> I mean, this is crazy. Who, wow. Who's in charge of these things to get this fixed? 
Because that can't possibly all every day. There's a new story. Every week there's a new story about some horrible thing on an airplane. People fighting, people being drunk and being stupid, yeah. being stuck on there for hours. I, I, you can't much you can as worry I about fly, your pets down below. I, I, I'm, I'm a knock on wood because that that's just outrageous. How you keep passengers on a plane? You wouldn't want your own crew sitting on an airline or airplane for that long. Well, that happened to my wife. They were sitting and waiting and then got on the plane. They're like, oh, and we just hit the union regulations for how long the crew can be working. Right. Now we need a new crew. Yeah. She said that people, there was almost a mutiny. Yeah, that, that, that happens. And usually what happened, if there's a delay, say because of weather or air traffic control have, uh, you know, they have ceased allowing planes to, to fly, to land, what they'll do is, okay, let's make sure we get in line. So as soon as they lift the uh, the, the, the stop, we, we're we here and we can take off. So I, right. I've been in, in that situation. But uh, to be on a flight for six hours or a plane sitting on a tarmac for six hours, that's just, just outrageous. God, imagine you had your kids. My kids. Oof. Oh, my goodness. See, that's why you don't make any more right there. A statement from the airline. Which airline was it? Do you know? Transat. Okay, I've seen those, yeah. Ottawa airport staff were unable to provide with loading bridges or stairs that would have enabled the passengers on the flight to disembark or ground crews to replenish the aircraft's empty drinking and water reservoir. Read the first part again. They were not able to... We didn't have equipment. Yeah, basically <laughs> what they're saying. Well, you, you couldn't, couldn't roll up some stairs to the flight? 336 passengers on board. Oh, man. Where were God. they flying to and from? That's crazy. Oh, I've been upset too. You would have killed somebody. That's amazing. Yeah. I try imagine Pete on that plane. After six minutes, Pete would be like, You're starting this plane. After an hour, you would have been That's crazy. That should oh, not I happen. I would have got off the I would have demanded to get off the plane. You would have forced your way through the, the plane door. <laughs> On the airline. Pete ripping off his shirt in anger, dropping a shoulder. And plowing through the door. So a lot of folks are wishing Rachel and Brian were on that flight, right? Or at least Brian. Yeah, or at least Brian. Yeah. Gotcha. Nice rock, Rach. Hook em horns. Really? That's what you got? Hook em horns? Does that know, know any limits, the hook em horns? No, what? Not if you're a longhorn. You're just in. You're in. Commit a crime still? Oh, no, no, no. Well, come on now. Depends on the crime. Why would you go there? We don't commit crimes. We're longhorns. Uh, very, a very <laughs> interesting... Um, encounter in the hallway after our show yesterday, which involved me trying and failing to be cool. <laughs> so you tried? I tried. <laughs> okay. It didn't work for the most part. Details next. Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Sign up to be an O Rewards member today and start earning instantly. O Rewards members earn $5 back for every 150 points you earn. That's fast, easy, and free, and only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. See store for details. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices. Every day. So as uh, most of you know by now, if you listen to this show for a while, uh, we are located in New York City and two studios down is the legendary WFAN radio here in New York. And in the mornings, uh, Boomer Esiason and Craig Carton host uh, a wildly successful sports radio show. And Boomer, of course, 
uh, doing that after a very, very, very impressive NFL career. And something that Boomer has apparently said multiple times finally made the news over the last couple of days. And uh, this is Boomer uh, on a very serious subject, obviously, about CTE and what his uh, his future health may may hold. So in other words, if if I you know died tomorrow and, and my brain basically was taken and right. uh, researched and I was found to have CT, which most likely I have. Why do you say that? Because I think all football players probably have it. The way the way I read it and the way I see you it, you think you have some level of it that yeah, maybe I, hasn't I'm manifested sure. itself. And yet? I wouldn't and I wouldn't doubt that you have some level of it because you were an athlete at one time. You played soccer. You right. You've had a head injury. You've had a number of concussions right. yourself. Right. You might have had a car wreck where you hit your head or something like that. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you had it as no, well. I snowboarded once and slammed the back of my head into the ice. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt that you have some sort of form of it as well so i but we don't know all the answers sure. and then the, the thing that i appreciate more than anything especially being in the world of tourette's like you are the world of cystic fibrosis or even cancer the more we learn about our brains the better it is for sure. the guys who are playing today the good news for the guys who are playing today especially the guys who play a long period of time they get paid a hell of a lot more money than we ever did Yep, I mean that is a side part, that's important part of it. And as they well. have much better benefits and and retirement benefits than we do. Now we met, uh, we you know came across Boomer in the hallway after the show yesterday. They were in a commercial break. We were going down to meet as always after Monday with uh, with the Eric Spitz, and Boomer was saying, you know, I've said this a million times before, mm-hmm. and now I say it once. Now this time, and everybody's writing about it. It's not really. It's not really news, but then you guys started to have a conversation about the whole subject and, you know, what's good and what's bad and what's real and what's not. And Boomer says, our generation, and then you respond with my generation, and Boomer goes, how old are you? And you say your age, he goes, yeah, it's our generation. And now here's where I come in. Now I stop, and I stand there, and it's you and them talk, you and him talking, and Craig Carton on the other side of Boomer, and I'm on the other side of you, and I'm like, oh, let me just stay in the big, and the three of you are all full-sized men you're all over six feet you're all in relative good shape and there's little dweeb dweeb me and i'm litten and then you say that the generation thing and i go oh what he meant was you were good to boomer uh, and he really wasn't and craig laughed and i thought it was a good line and you and boomer just kept talking and ignored me and then i walked away because my time was done I liked it, and Craig laughed. Maybe he was being courteous. You and Craig have never done a damn thing on a football field. That's why you laughed. What? Uh-huh. What? Well, yeah, exactly. Now, to the more serious comments that were made, and, and Boomer's correct on, on all facets of, of what he, he said. Yes, uh, there's more research that's being done, and that's going to help those guys that have come after us. They're making more money. They have better benefits, way better benefits than we enjoyed when we were playing. And, and that's why all this has come to a head now with this concussion lawsuit. And he's probably right as well, considering the latest research where you had 110 out of 111 brains that were studied and 110 out of 111 uh, were found to have CTE. And, yeah, I'm, I'm sure uh, that a lot of us who are participating in this sport uh, have some form or fashion of it and and you 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 see it manifest itself in the way you speak i've noticed it in 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 memory over the last few years and and i've taken uh steps to try to reverse that and that have worked to a certain extent uh so uh yeah i I believe wholeheartedly uh 
what what Boomer had to say and, and what he has had to say. And I've stated this before on this show, just like he said that he has made these comments previously, and yet for some reason they're being picked up now. And I think it's because of that more more recent study in which 110 out of 111 brains were studied and, and found to have had CTE. So back to me. The next time I want to insert myself into a conversation with two former professional athletes, uh, how should I do that? I can't help you there. Never been in that situation. I, I, you know, I, I thought I did a good job. <laughs> I thought I liked my line. It was mm-hmm. quick. It was right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. And nothing. You yeah. guys didn't even hear it. Yeah, exactly. Didn't even hear it. <laughs> hey, Booms. <laughs> I actually just would like Boomer and Craig to know my name after almost Is that what five you were trying to accomplish? Yeah, I mean, like, I see them oh. every morning in the hallway. And so you're going to use me as the butt of your joke so they will know your well, name. Well, I've, I've tried all my other ammo to, to mm-hmm. know Boomer. Well. I have a couple of, you know, uh, common friends-ish that I've, I've name-dropped and nothing. You know, how about yeah. you give up? I might have to. Yeah. I might have to. Yeah, and, and Chris Carton over there is taking that. That's tack, Craig Carton. Yeah, whatever his damn name is. He's taking that tack, too. I don't remember him making a tackle. So try something else. Hey, why are you offended? Get a new routine. He's on your side. Mm-mm. I ain't on his. I didn't say I was offended. I just said try a new tack. That's it. Well, he's in. He's cool. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah, mission accomplished. Cool with he's who? somebody. Oh. You're somebody Boomer, to somebody. Boomer knows his name. You're somebody to somebody. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, there you go. They must be having some fun over there today with the Jets, who lose Chauncey and Nunua for the season to a sports reporter's least favorite injury, a bulging disc in his back. One of the three like name-valued offensive Jets is now out. What did I say? Chauncey? It's Quincy. See, I don't even know who he is. How is Chauncey? <laughs> it's his brother. <laughs> but Chauncey. You know what? It indirectly goes to my point. He's Chauncey. He's Quincy. He was going to be a Jet that we would have known his name already or learned it this year. Now he's out with a bulging disc in his back. Uh, and then Christian Hackenberg. That is wow. his name. Uh, Brian didn't know about this until this morning. Apparently Hackenberg yesterday. This is my favorite thing I read yesterday. He was in the middle of seven-on-seven drills and twice back-to-back didn't bring the Jets to the line of scrimmage correctly. So they sent it back once, broke the huddle wrong again. They kicked him out of practice. They kicked a professional quarterback out of practice because uh, go, go he can't get the huddle to the line of scrimmage. Go, 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 go to the sideline for a minute and, and think about what you're doing here. And maybe his head wasn't it, and it's interesting that a quarterback, of all people, you have bad days at practice, but to not be able to break the huddle in the manner in which uh, your coach wants you to, that's a new one. I have never seen that, ever, ever. All my years being around football teams, never, ever. You learned that day one. Yeah. He's been, was it his second year, third year? Uh, second, second year. And, and, and you don't. Know how to break the huddle properly? Well, I, and I don't know what he was doing, and and maybe they've changed something this year uh, from last season because he, he's running the scout team. You, you're breaking the huddle in the same manner in which you would break the huddle if you were running with the ones or twos or what have you for your team. And, and so something must have must have changed, or they tweaked something in in the, the way. Which they break the huddle. How do you not know that's second nature to you? You wake, you get out of bed breaking the huddle. And it was your quarterback it was seven on seven too. He wasn't even oh, dealing wow. with five offensive linemen. Yeah, yeah. 
That's strange. Your Jets, no Chauncey and Nunwa, <laughs> and they can't even huddle. Chauncey. <laughs> Chauncey, Quincy, it doesn't matter. Eric Coleman, CBS Sports Network, college football, coming up on Geo and Jones. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 